kia noho te ariki, kia koutou. Ko te rongo pai no te puka puka ahoani. Jesus said, I tell you, most solemnly, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold through the gate, but gets in some other way is a thief and a brigand. The one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the flock. The gatekeeper lets him in. The sheep hear his voice. One by one he calls his own sheep and leads them out. When he has brought out his flock, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow because they know his voice. They never follow a stranger, but run away from him. They do not recognize the voice of strangers. Jesus told them this parable, but they failed to understand what he meant by telling it to them. So Jesus spoke to them again. I tell you most solemnly, I am the gate of the sheepfold. All others who have come are thieves and brigands, but the sheep took no notice of them. I am the gate. Anyone who enters through me will be safe. They will go freely in and out and be sure of finding pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it to the full. Ko te rongo pai a te ariki. I think one of the ways that we know God respects us is the parables that Jesus used, the images that he used. He used images that spoke to the people. So we get the images in John chapter 10 of the Good Shepherd. The only problem is that might work in the Holy Land, but I wonder how your tūpuna, what they thought of this when they heard it for the first time. And not only your tūpuna, but, um, you know, the different peoples of the Pacific. When I was in the seminary, I would often find myself sitting next to a Tongan seminarian. And there is one of the psalms, and when we were praying the psalms together, it goes, like the deer that yearns for running streams. The only problem in Tonga is that there are no deer and there's no running streams. So the imagery means nothing. So whenever I was sitting next to Vili, I would say, like the turtle that yearns for white sands. He had to try and keep a straight face as we kept on going with the prayer. I wonder what a Māori metaphor would be for 
the Good Shepherd. And even for us, you know, now and our time, when we know all about sheep and shepherds, what's being talked about here in the gospel makes no sense to what's outside. And literally for me, outside, there's green pastures everywhere. Why do you need a shepherd? But, um, and this is a big shout out to the Fano who, who came with me to the Holy Land three years ago. Every morning when we were going out in, in our bus to our pilgrimage sites, we would pass the shepherds leading their flocks by the side of the road. And it was wonderful to watch because there wasn't a sheepdog to be seen, but these sheep and goats would be just following their shepherd and they'll be just bouncing along. They were just happy to be with their shepherd. And so that's the imagery. The imagery Jesus is talking about in today is, you know, the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the flock. And so you can think of maybe at night, they might have created a big pen um, out of thorns. There'd be a gate for the shepherds to come in and out of it. And that would keep the wolves and the thieves out. Or at Bethlehem, there's the caves. And again, there would be a thorn bush or something, the front of the cave to keep the sheep in and, um, and to keep robbers um, out. And there would, get, would have been someone to, to watch over that gate. And that's what Jesus is talking about, going in and here's all the, all the, um, all the, the, the sheep of the kainga, of the, of the village, and the shepherd calls each one of his own out by name. And, and they, they come and they follow their, their shepherd and they know that he'll lead them to green pasture. That's what Jesus is saying that he's like. And it raises the question, how well do we know the voice of Jesus? Is he the one that we allow to shepherd us. And that's always the challenge. Again, I wonder about your tūpuna when they first heard the word, the gospel being proclaimed to them. Because, and I'm open to be really corrected on this, because who am I to speak of tikanga? Um, but in lots of ways, the tikanga shepherded the people, what it means to be Māori. But then there's this Christian message, this gospel, this good news that comes. And for Māori, as for every culture, the gospel challenges it to show new ways as we listen to the shepherd who is God made flesh, made one of us. And I remember Pihopa Barry speaking at a bishop's conference soon after I was ordained bishop, and he was talking about Taraprahā, going to the prison where he held his slaves at Kapiti, and he opened the door and he says, go home, there is a new way. And Jesus is the shepherd, the hepara, the hepara pai, who always wants to lead us into his way. And it's always new. 
and it's always calling of us to leave something behind. Not who we are or our culture, but asking us as individuals and our culture to be purified in his love and the light of his revelation. So there we have that image of the shepherd, Jesus, calling each one by name. Then in the second part of the gospel, he changes tack because the, the, the people didn't get what he was talking about. And he says, well, actually, I'm the gate that they get in and out with. And um, I am the gate of the sheepfold. All others who have come are thieves and brigands. But the sheep took no notice of them. I am the gate. Anyone who enters through me will be safe. They will go in freely, in and out, and be sure of finding pasture. And again, it's this image of Jesus the protector. Stay with me, trust me, and I'll protect you because there's some evil out there. And that's, I suppose, what um, Paul, as Peter is saying in the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, save yourself from this perverse generation, he said. And you think of our time, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in our world, a lot of bad stuff. When we talk about Jesus being a shepherd, we've also got to remember that if through baptism we share his life and his mission, then these images that he's talking of himself are what we're called to be. And so each one of us in our own way is called to be shepherds. You know, you komatua and kuya. You know, you have to be shepherds for the young people. You parents have to be shepherds for your tamariki. Increasingly, many of you grandparents are taking over parental duties for your moku, often because of the perverse generation we live in, where your kids have been caught up in drugs or alcohol or things going wrong. Not only do we have to listen to Jesus the shepherd, Jesus the heparapai, but we also have to shepherd like him. And that what we do should also lead our whānau to green pastures, to that place of security, so that we can thrive as the, the tangata, that God wants us to be. And that's what we get at the end of the Gospel reading today. I have come so that they may have life and have it to the full. English is not a great translation of the Greek. I've come so that they may have life and have it to the full. Actually, you think of a beer glass, a full glass of beer. No, no, the Greek is more like abundance, overflowing. And so this is the, the image of God wants his life to overflow. Not that I'm advocating everyone going out and getting, you know, having an abundance of beer, but you get the, get the, uh, the picture. It's that overflowing, an image of overflowing life. That's what Jesus invites you and I to.
Kote Ariki Toko Hepara. The Lord is my shepherd. I try to follow him. What about you and your whanau?